Let us pray. Lord God, open our hearts and minds by the power and presence of your Holy Spirit, that as the scripture is read and proclaimed, that we may be filled with your Spirit, that we may be anointed to do your work, that we may know what it is uh, to live in the grace that we have received. Now, Lord God, may your word come through me or in spite of me. Thank you, Lord, for yet one more opportunity for us to try to get it right. Amen. Scripture reading this morning is from the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, starting in the third verse. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of complete rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord throughout your settlements. God says, Six days work shall be done. The seventh day is a Sabbath of complete rest, a holy convocation. You see, Sabbath is just not a day off. It is holy. And what is holy is set apart to do the Lord's work. What is holy is set apart from the day-to-day, the norm. And we are called to this holy time to assemble and just rest, for we are called by God to this joy. I like the way one of my favorite authors, Leonard Sweet, says, Sabbath is a time to come apart, so we don't come apart. In other words, we need this time this morning. We need this time with God and each other. Convocation. I love that term. We're going to start doing convocations all over the place. I think we're just going to, we're going to rename everything here, convocations. What a convocation is, it's kind of a mixture of a Latin root and a Greek word. Um, The Latin root would mean uh, a calling, and the Greek ekklesia means assembly. So a convocation is a calling to be assembled. And if it's holy, then God has called us to this convocation, to this place, this day. And what makes it all the more holy is this day we focus solely on God. And that precious relationship that we share with God and the people of God. Hence, holy. God is offering us a gift, a precious gift of a time away, to spend time with God, to nurture the most important relationship of your mortal and immortal lives. It is our Sabbath, and we are returning a gift back to God by being here. Making God's joy complete. You see that all all the way through Scripture when, when Jesus says, make my joy complete. Have you ever given a gift? Well, here, let's back up a little bit. Have you ever looked for a gift and you found something and you're really excited about it? You pick it up and say, wow! This person would love this gift, and they pick it up. I'll put this back, but 
You pick this up and say, man, what a gift it is. I can't wait. Well, you put it back because you should never make uh, split decisions when you're buying anything, right? So you go back and you pray about it a little bit. You look back and say, wow, look at this dish or bowl or planter. Look at this thing. This is great. I'm going to give this to this person. I'm so excited I can hardly take it. And so you go up to the clerk and you say, I'll take this, but better wrap it up because I don't know how to wrap a gift and, and put one of those nice bows on top because I'm so excited to give it. I can't wait. So you run out to the car and you get in the car and you go five miles an hour over the speed limit just to get back home or wherever you're going to take this gift. And you're so excited. You, you give it to the person who's going to receive it and you can't wait for them to open it. And what do they do? They open up, oh, that's nice. And they set it aside. All of a sudden, your heart goes down to your toes. Imagine how God feels then. When we have been given this gift of Sabbath, this gift of holy convocation, this time of rest, and we don't accept it. You see, God wants nothing less than for us to enjoy our life, but also to take time to rest. We need time apart to truly nurture this, this relationship we have with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But that takes work. But it's so important, our relationship with God impacts our relationship with everybody else. If our relationship with God is secure in grace and love, then everything that we share, everything that we do in life will mirror what God has given to us. But that relationship needs to be strong. It needs to be strengthened, just like any other relationship. If, if we don't take time with our human relationships... If we don't take time with those we love, what happens? The relationship usually doesn't go very much further. So it is with God. If we don't strengthen our relationship with God, if we don't do the things that God has called us to do in love, then that holy relationship will falter, may even fail. So God is calling us to do something else. God knows we have a problem with stopping our work. I fall victim to that. We celebrate how many hours a day we work, and we say, oh, man, it's been a rough week. Man, I'm tired. I've worked all day long and hardly keep my eyes open. Man, it's work and toil. And we're almost ashamed to say, man, I had fun at work today. Man, I celebrated God today in my work. I can't believe how excited I am. People say, you've got to be out of your mind. I'll tell you, I'm excited about coming here. I'm excited every time I'm with the people of God. I'm excited every time uh, that uh, a calling that God has placed upon my heart is fulfilled. And, and that's what it is to live with this, this sense of, of joy that God has given us something. But, but sometimes we say, no, no, we, we can't do that. We have to let everybody know we're working really, really hard. 
We have, to, we have to somehow justify our existence. But our existence is justified by God and receiving us as God's children. See, we're loved no matter what our job, Chuck, on this earth is. Our lives are justified and, and, given, and, and, and given strength and power by God who loves us. That's who we are. The bottom line is, it's not our career. It's about who we are and whose we are. So we celebrate this holy convocation. And when we do that, we start slowing down just a little bit. We, we set ourselves aside. Then we start seeing the miracles of God. It's amazing. If, if you keep going and keep moving, if all you're doing is going from one ball field to another ball field, to one store to another store, sometimes you miss everything that's around you. Somebody once told me, man, it's kind of nice not driving because I look around and, and I see stuff I never saw before. Well, that's what happens when you take time to rest away from what your, your normal day-to-day -day task is because all of a sudden you see the miracles of God all over the place. There is a theologian who once had these words. The miracle is not the walk on water. The miracle is the walk on the green earth in the present moment to appreciate the peace and beauty that is available now. You see, when we celebrate holy convocation, we are taking time to be holy ourselves and we are taking time to say, wow, God is in our midst. God is present. Even though we might be hurting in body, God is present, and God will heal, and God will put people in our pathway that we never dreamed would have been there before because we're so busy going back and forth, and all of a sudden we step back and we start appreciating what God has given to us. Oh, God feels this is so important that he made it an absolute of our faith. I do have to plug this. I guess once a sales guy, always a sales guy. The month of September, the sermon series is going to be on the absolutes of God. Well, one of the absolutes of God is celebrating the Sabbath time. But God knows it's so hard for us because that has the longest explanation of any of the other Ten Commandments. Most of the other Ten Commandments are just one little line. You know the big ten. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not cover your neighbor's corvette and all that stuff. Uh, but, but when we talk about Sabbath, when God gives us Sabbath time, he has to explain it to us because we can't figure out that we need time to rest. That God has to say, give it up for a little bit. Give me a little bit of your time. Take a break. Or do we think we are stronger than God? Who after six days rested from the creation. 
Several years ago, there was a political slogan that said, it's the economy, stupid. Well, maybe the church's slogan could be, it's the relationship, brothers and sisters. There is no relationship that will survive if it is ignored and not celebrated. As we said before, there is no relationship that does not require time. And so it is with our relationship with God. If we, if we spend an hour a week with God, that's what our relationship is. We're going to start some prayer time here in the fall and in the winter. There's going to be a little challenge here over Advent. I can't tell you right now. That's a secret. But there's going to be a challenge in prayer. I can't wait until I tell you. I'm not going to be able to wait until Advent. But we need to foster our relationship. God has called us to this holy convocation. Some folks say, well, Pastor, you, you have these sermons, but you don't tell us what to do. Well, I, I don't know, but I'll say this. Where does it start? Where does holy convocation start? It starts with prayer. Strengthen your prayer life. Start off and just start praying five minutes. And maybe start doing that three times a day. Oops, that was our Advent thing. You can start that now. Start that prayer life. Strengthen that prayer life. Come here. Walk around this church. Walk around this building. And pray for those who gather here in this place. Pray for the ministries of this church. Pray for your community. Pray for the community leaders. Pray for Mayor Dave. Pray for all of those. And what will happen is not only will their life change, but so will your relationship with God. Start with prayer. Then check out your calendar. Have you ever mentioned or uttered the words, I just don't have time to do this at the church today. I just don't have time to serve the church today. My schedule's all filled up. Well, maybe it's time to look at the calendar again. Maybe we need to make God the calendar. And it's amazing when you make God the calendar, then all that other stuff that we're horsing around with is all going to follow form. God doesn't want to let you have all that go to waste, but if you make God your calendar and then schedule everything around your time with God, you will know God's blessings and you'll know the presence of God. And you'll see the fruits of that. So make God your calendar. First and second after prayer. Then as you're driving the place to place and field to field, stop once in a while and consider 
the glory that God has given to you. Have a little holy convocation along the side of the road. Have a holy convocation in the middle of the shopping mall. Have a holy convocation just to get back in your relationship with God. It is true that we can develop a relationship with God in isolation, some truth to that, but we need the people of God. We need the witness of the faithful. We need to come together as an assembly, a called assembly, a holy convocation, and celebrate this. That's why we do all this singing. We're praising God. That's why we gather here and do all this, this talking throughout the week in the small groups that will be starting in September and all these, these things. I'd love to get you involved and it's going to be great. That's why we do this. So that our relationship will be strengthened. Oh, we need holy convocation. So pray and make God your calendar. And maybe someday utter the words, I can't do that because I got to go to church. I got to serve God's people today. But I can do it tomorrow. Six days you shall work, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath of complete rest. Brothers and sisters, we need to take the time to be holy. We need to be to take the time with God. We need to celebrate God's presence in our lives and in the world. We need that. The world around us needs that. The Bible says creation groans for the children of God. All creation groans to hear God's word by grace. Celebrate holy convocation. God is celebrating because you are celebrating. Let us pray, Lord Jesus. Let us take time to be holy. Let us take time to truly understand who we are and whose we are. Lord God, let us take time to be holy in all of our ventures. Let us, time, let us take time to be holy so we can nurture our faith, so we can be a witness to others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.